0: This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 Reasons. Come highlight. Me. What up, everybody? I am being Troop. This is 84 Reasons. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons. Every week. I'm even sitting down with a current. But this week, man, I get to take it back. Man, this back to my this back to my time, our time. I remember when this boy got on campus, I was like, listen, you the world knows him as theatric phase on I know him as C These people know him as C 4 Neptune Beach, Jacksonville Beach, whatever, whatever the boys out there in Jacksonville want to call it. Fletcher High School greatness. Now, head coach of Fletcher High School, but hold on, first team all SEC. 2005 fourth round draft pick, played for Minnesota, Jacksonville, also played for the Edmonton Eskimos. 7,400 rushing yards in high school, five-star recruit by rivals, listed as the top running back prospect coming out of 2002 high school All-American. But more importantly, I mean, I want y'all to go back to 2003 Arkansas, the first play from scrimmage coming out, coming out, coming out the locker room, 75 yards to the crib, the great C. Asher Faison. What's up, with today, C. Faux. What's up, troop? So C4 <laughs> man, I I gotta ask. You know, I talked to Cornelius Ingram. I know we talked a little bit about before we came on. You coaching at the high school that made you who you are. What is it like coming back home, man, being able to throw your hat in the ring and try to coach these young boys?
1: It feels good. You know, definitely. Uh, you know, coaching wasn't never in my future, but it wasn't never in my plans. But when I uh got to the pros and got a chance to see what was going on in the city and back in the home home hometown. I realized I need to uh, give a, a a lending hand and, you know, change kids' lives because, you know, it's different for this generation. So it definitely feels good being being back at home and uh, feel better being back in my old high school.
0: See, for you was doing a lot of stuff with the youth, though. Before you became a head coach, you were still doing your showcases. I know you was doing a lot in the city. The city of Jacksonville, But those of y'all who don't know, I know high school football in the state of Florida is crazy. But y'all got y'all own little thing. Neptune Beach, Jacksonville, Jacksonville uh beach. Talk about just the culture of football in that city like that.
1: Oh, it's it's, it's real different. And you know, in in, in Jacksonville, man, only only if you get respected around here, you got your range, you got your Reeboks, you got your trinities, uh, you got your bowls, and then you got Fletcher, you know. We we we're called the 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 uh the resort of the uh, of Jacksonville. So you know you got to cross the bridge to get here. They treat it different, and you know it's a place everybody want to be. So when you want to, one of the few schools to get respected, man, it, it means a lot, and it just means you got to put that much more in as a coach and and as a, as
0: an individual to to try to get the respect around here. That Jacksonville lineage, man, is something I, I I grew to know real quick in Florida. You, Fletcher, Lito, Jabbar, uh, Bam, y'all, uh, Gus, uh, OJ, you were the number one running back prospect in the country coming out. Was it always Florida for you, CFO? I know everybody in the world wanted you. But did you look at it and say, well, listen, man, Number one, for those of you who don't know about these Florida boys, they love where they from. They love that. They love that more than football, I, which I love. But was it always was it always Florida for you, or did you take the full uh, recruiting experience before you decided to pick Florida? You know, when I was
1: younger, coming out of middle school, it was. To be honest, it was it was Florida State. I grew up on Florida State, and then once I stepped in the, into that swamp as a freshman and saw the atmosphere and saw the culture, because you know. Go, leaving Jacksonville and going to the swamp and that was pretty much my first time leaving the city. And once I saw it, I was like, man, ain't nothing like Gainesville. You know, I went to Florida state, went to a Florida state game, went to a Clemson game. Cause I had older cousin to play there, but man, wasn't nothing like the, the swamp atmosphere. And it's crazy that I, I knew everybody that, that played from Florida from probably 1990 on. So,
0: you know, once, once I, I went to a Florida game, it, it became always Florida for me. Talking with phase on C4 to the people that don't know him, head coach of Fletcher, where he became who he became, 7,400 yards in high school, rushed for 2,000 yards in two different seasons. C4, when I played with you, man, you had a very, very smooth running style. Like, I said, c I used to say, I said, C4, like, like a slender, bigger dude. He not big, but he ain't small either. But you never took big hits. Like, what did you credit your running style to? I never seen nobody get a big hit on you. Obviously, you can catch the ball. Out the backfield. What did you What did you pattern your running style behind?
1: You know, I always try to watch the taller backs. I knew I was gonna be, you know, anytime you over five eleven, you considered a taller back. So as as growing up, I I I was five eleven in the seventh grade, so I knew I had to watch the taller backs. So I watched like Chris Warren and try to watch the Tony Dorsets, the Eric Dickinsons and, and and people like that, and try to mold my game after. Those taller backs and my running style—it's crazy that I watched a lot of Gary Sears. You know, uh, I used to get the throwback film of Gary Sears, and I liked his style. And that's what I tried to uh, have my running style like—was more of a Gary Sears—and then have a high knee lift like a Roger Craig and a, and a Ricky
0: Waters. Yeah, I was gonna say you was a glider. Like when you, when you, 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 man, you, uh, you took up a lot of ground. You covered a lot of turf with just a couple of steps. I used to talk to, you know, Gus, Kiwan, them boys, and ask a lot of what is it like going up against CFO? Because obviously, we get to see each other during two days. They say, I don't like CFO. They say, because he got this thing, the way he know how to turn his body. They always say, get skinny when you get through the hole. They say, well, he ain't big anyway. He just tall, hit the hole, and he gone. But you have a runner style that translates to any offense. Because, you know, you have one offense when you get to Florida. You don't know if it remains the same. What was the what was the biggest adjustment for you? Because running backs y'all asked to do a lot. Got to pick up the blitz. Got to got to run between the tackles. Got to catch out the backfield. Got to pick up first downs. What was it about your style of play that you said man well, I could translate to any offense?
1: Well, I figure, I figure, you know if, if, if once I could adjust to the speed of the game that was in the SEC which which is usually the the hard hard part i i knew my body type and i knew how to adjust my body to not take the big hits and how to get through holes. so once i knew once i adjusted to the speed i knew everything else was going to be i right. especially playing at uf and knowing the type of lineman we we recruit so you knew the host was going to be there it was just a a matter of not taking the big hits see fo we
0: are in the time of NIL, you you are a head coach at Fletcher. You, I be following you on Twitter. I love the fact that I said, listen, see 4 will give it to you straight. I like how you tell people, listen, man, if you want to go to Florida and it's all about the money, don't even go, man, because it's a tradition there that, whether, yeah, I get it you want to make your money, but what have you run into when, when it comes being in the high school football circuit, big-time athletes that want to go to these schools? What has, been the, what has been the good and the bad about NIL?
1: The, the the bad is that the kids not really going to schools that they passionate about. And that's that's the bad to me. Like you going to the school just because you chasing dollars. And, you know, the good thing is, yeah, they're trying to pay you. And I tell like I got a, I got a big time junior quarterback. He committed to South Florida before our season was started. He got another year left. And I, I tell him all the man, if you good. The, the money going to come. I mean, be passionate about the school that you go to. But when you step on campus and you doing your thing, the NIL gonna come. So man, fall in love with the school. Don't just fall in love for that money because then you ain't got no loyalty. When stuff ain't going right, you you wanna leave right away because you 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 ain't get a thousand dollars that they promised you. But if you you know, if you're passionate about that program, you know, you be like, okay, I can get this money, but let me just keep doing my thing. It's gonna come back around to me. Cause I don't want to leave anyway. Cause it's my school. So that's that that that's the thing about it. I tell kids all the time, man. I am a passionate about UF and 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 I bled that orange and blue. And you know my whole thing was. Let's go out here and play and we wanna get no NILs and they get an opportunity. So if you get out there and do your thing, man, it's gonna come, but be passionate about the school because if you're not, man, the friendships that you get within being around a team for three to five years, they ain't gonna be there because you jump and ship the ship and then you ain't gaining no trust and gaining no real friends.
0: See for speaking of passion, what? We a couple of years removed, you, one. Jacksonville getting honored, Florida Georgia game Hall of Fame. I think D. Webb was there taking pictures with y'all. Man, you from the city, man. You grew up watching Florida Georgia. What was it like when you got the call and they said, Is this theatric? Yeah. Congratulations. You've been voted into, you know, 20, 26, 2018, whatever it was, uh, Florida Georgia Hall of Fame. What was that feeling like for you? Because, like you said, look, man, you left it all out there. Every game you played, well, what was that feeling for CFO knowing, hey, man, they got your boy in the history books forever? Oh, it, it was different. You know, I got a call from Speeds, and he asked me what I
1: was doing. But I didn't put two and two together. Asked me what I was doing that, that weekend. And I was like, man, I'm taking a vacation. That's a bye week for me in high school. But then, you know, I ended up getting a call like like, like a month later, and they telling me, you know, I, I was voting in Florida, Georgia. That meant a lot, you know, because like you said, I'm, I'm from Jacksonville. And, you know, when you're playing that Florida-Georgia game, you want to put on for your city. And I wanted to always put on for the city. And being able to go go into the Florida-Georgia Hall of Fame, knowing I'm from here, that was one of the greatest accomplishments of my life, even though that wasn't always a goal of mine. My goal was always to, you know, be, be a Gator great, but at the end of the day, make it to the NFL and just being blessed with going into the Florida-Georgia Hall of Fame made – Made, made it that much sweeter and, and and it lets you know that you did something in that game
0: <laughs> Thanks. and and the, you go from that to all right fletcher called you i don't know if it was a principal the superintendent is this c folk yes yeah, it's theatric listen we want you to be the next head coach of fletcher now i know nothing about what that's like meaning everybody knows whatever high school you went to you so indebted to that coach because that coach saw something in you didn't see yourself pull something out of you didn't know you had. But most of us don't get the call to come back and coach. What was that conversation like, CFO? They called you saying, listen, man, let me think. Did you have to think about it or was it an automatic yes? <laughs> well, I was here for six
1: years as an OC coaching waiting, And then the year before, I got jumped. So I left and went to first coast. And then the that following summer, you know, something went down at the school and they they ended up calling me back and was like, look, we should always hide you. Man, you the guy. So my first day here was a couple days before the season started. It was a whole bunch of new faces. I didn't know these kids. They came from private schools and stuff like that. So when I came in, I pretty much only had – I had – my first three games was evaluation process so we started off on three I figured things out figured the players out and then we went on a six game winning streak but it felt real good man just to be back at home and knew I was trying to get this team from always making it to the playoffs to now trying to get them to compete for a state
0: championship year in a year how competitive is is high school football in Florida obviously I know what it is you know what it but it's different when you get to control of the game, C4, when you out there. Now, I just call plays. Man, how competitive is Florida high school football?
1: Man, it's it's competitive, man. I'm, I'm one of them fiery coaches. You see me on the sideline, you be like, man, I don't know how they didn't kick this coach out the out the <laughs> game already. He going in. And I'm just – I tell my kids, man, I'm one of them. Like, hey, I like the I, I coach like I played. I'm I'm chest bumping my players. Uh I tell I'm telling the, the 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 competitive part come when you got to tell the referees the rules. <laughs> That'd that be the craziest part because the referees act like they don't know the rules. So but, you know, it's very competitive, you know, in, in, in Florida and Jacksonville, man, you can't be no loser. If you're a loser here, you in trouble. Social media attack you like you in college. So, you know, I always tell my players look, we're going to prepare like we already playing for the playoffs. From, from week one to, to the end of the season. And the guys buy into it. And, you know, my accolades help that. But I, I hate losing, period. So, you know, I'm very competitive. And I tell the players if you ain't on my level, you can't play for me. You might
0: want to go to a different school. Mm-hmm. Talking with theatric phase on first team out on SEC in 2004, 7,400 rushing yards in high school. Number one recruit, number one running back coming out back in 2002, but more important, now the head coach of Fletcher. Now, C4 that you see what you're doing now as far as like coaching. Most of the time, like you mentioned, when people get into coaching, they never saw themselves being no coach. Like, man, I never saw myself being no coach. What made you get that coaching bug? Because you say you was at six years as an OC. What made you want to say, all right, man, let me lend my time and ability and resources to these players?
1: Honestly, when, when I started my own youth athletic association, I was coaching and then coming to the high school games and I actually seen a lot of talent, a lot of players that I I've seen around that had a lot of talent were not playing. And, you know, I was like, man, these coaches sometimes have their own agendas or they ain't playing the best, the best players and kids losing out. And then you had teams around here going undefeated, but nobody going to college. And I'm like, I'm like, man, a lot missing. Kids sitting on the bench or the good players who who playing teams going undefeated. Players ain't getting to college. They ain't getting no help. So I was like, man, let me jump in. And ever since I jumped in, man, it's been like riding kids getting opportunities. I, like I've been around this college, this high school game for uh, almost seven years now. To help over 200 kids get to get to college. Uh, on my team this year, we had 13 seniors, and I got 11 boys committed, and only six seniors started. So, you know, players around here getting opportunities, and that's really why I jumped in it, because I want to see these kids prosper and, you know, get a get an education. But why not have fun playing a
0: sport that you love while getting an education? Single-parent homes, uh, not coming from the best uh, home life a lot of these young boys, they got they got experience, they got talent, but they use the, the man in the house. They use the oldest one. What is the biggest hurdle you've had? You talk about, man, 13 seniors, 11 of them get scholarship offers, only six started. What has been 200 kids you helped get in school? What has been your biggest hurdle year in and year out, trying to make sure you get the parents to help you understand? Look, y'all got to help me help your son get to school. The, 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 the biggest hurdle is uh...
1: – preaching education man some of these parents think you know just because you playing you playing high school ball that you got the grades to get into college and a two point, a 2.0 on a dot just because you budget for high school ain't, ain't, ain't always the thing sometimes you got to go to division two and we all know division two these naias division three it's all based off that that, that 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 core gpa or that overall gpa so, you know, the parents be like, well, I ain't, I ain't trying to push them there. But, you know, that's been the biggest hurdle. But since the kids been seeing what's been going on since I got back, they don't bought into the process. Uh, majority, of, I'd say 98% of my team got AB on a row. So it, that, that it, it, I done changed a lot just for my presence and then just being speaking true facts to them and being
0: 100% honest. See, folks, when it come to coaching, like you mentioned, you most people ain't you though. Most people ain't no, you know, ain't no all American high school, went to the University of Florida, Florida Georgia Game Hall of Famer, you know, uh, got drafted to the National Football League. They don't got the stripes you got. The players gonna listen to you, but you a coach. I mean, you got to go to coaching conventions. You got to be around. The, what is the other? What is being around other coaches, not on your staff? Like, do they respect the fact that look, man, I I know what I'm talking about as a coach, or do or they kind of stand off because they don't got your resume? No, they, um,
1: the coaches, the coaches for the most part, man, they they show a lot of love, man. Uh, you know me, even the worst team in Jacksonville, I reach out to them and I try to help coaches change their program. Like I give them, if they ask me for a workout program, I say, look, I got University of Work, uh, Florida workout program, I'm going to email it to you. I'm going to tell you how to run it. I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you how to talk to your parents and your team. Meeting. And I tell them, man, I'm for the city. So, you know, if you you call me and tell me you want me to talk to your parents because you don't know how to come off to them. I'll come talk to your team. It don't matter that I coach and flutcher because at the end of the day, man, I'm in this for us. People think I'm not in this for me. I tell people I don't reach my goals. And these, so these coaches really, like, show love in the city and always, you know, always want, want, want advice from it, you know. And then when I don't know nothing, know everything, I can reach out to some of these coaches they don't want on a high level and be like, man, what it took for you to win state? What you, what, what did you preach to your kids to, to start that state championship run? And, you know, it's all love, man, because people see that, you know, it's a lot of stuck up in the form of NFL players and stuff like that. But they see I'm me and I'm me all the time. So, you know,
0: it's definitely a blessing with how they treat me. It's funny that you—it's funny that you say you—you—you you, you, and you—you you all the time. I talked to Cornelius Ingram. He was on a couple of episodes ago. He said the exact same thing. He said, "Man, my my thing is I'm me all the time because that's something that I do think the universal flow the NFL shows. You. Man, if you're gonna do this for them, you better be you in the process because they don't care nothing about us being us. They just want us to show up, do what we need to do. But you being you and going to these coaches, you mentioned I will go speak at another coaching school to their team." to their parents, tell them how to do the workout plan, because you let them know, man, I'm doing it for us, man. I've done it. So number, when you're looking at me, you're looking at a guy that I didn't even know was a Florida Georgia game Hall of Fame until I was blessed enough to be in it. You in it, and you from the city, and you saying, look, if, you're, if I got 13 seniors, yes, I got 11 of them in. I'm trying to get all 13, and I'm trying to help you, because the more people coming out of the city of Jacksonville, Neptune Beach, you know, uh, Orange Park, whatever you want to call it, Clayton County, it's it's good for everybody. Do you think you've helped these coaches realize that? Look, yeah, we all competing for that state championship, but when but when, when yo when it's when it's national signing day, and your seniors ain't signing, I think you might have been them players a service That that definitely, and 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 that's the, the 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 great thing
1: about it is that they see what I'm doing. That sometimes they reach out to me and say, "Hey, can you help my boys?" You know, because man, you 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 got it. You got all type of connections. How you get these connections? They don't know, like you say, I'd be on Twitter 24-7. I spend more time on Twitter than, than I do anything else because it's always coaches looking for players like I got three boys committed to the University of Fort Lauderdale. I didn't even know it was a University of Fort Lauderdale until three months ago. I got on talked to a coach that I knew, and he was like, Yeah, I'm the head coach now man all right let's make it work and i build relationships man and i'm i'm straight up with them i try to give them that football eye tell them what i see but the kids man and these these coaches really when i say they really appreciate what i do for the city it, it, go, it go a long way and that kind of keep me keep me going because not only am i making my own boys happy
0: at my school but i'm, I'm helping these other kids dreams The voice you hear, listen to right now is that of Seatrick Faison, C4 to me, got a chance to play with C4 back in our Florida days, Florida Georgia Hall of Fame, University of Florida, great. But now doing it for them kids, C4, what is that feeling like, though? You got a kid coming as a freshman, knucklehead, but you know he can play. So you use football to build that relationship, right? And then three years later, he's going to school X, and you look at him like, boy, that was the plan the whole time, because... If you from the city, you need to get out because it's all you know, right? It's different if you come in the waters, but you from Gainesville or you from, you know, Orlando. What is that feeling like watching them, telling them parents, trust me with your baby? I know I've been in this situation before that somebody had to trust me with this coach. What is that feeling like when they sign a national letter of intent and you look at them like, I told you, man, the proof was in the pudding, man. You trust me, I'll get you there. It, it feels good. Uh, you know, uh,
1: I go by this thing, I tell the kids, man, just listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to give you the blueprint. I'm going to tell you how to make it and how to get out. I'm going to tell you how to carry yourself. Like kids come up to me now and say, coach, I'm trying to go D1. I say you ain't D1 because I can tell how you dressed. I can tell how you are carrying yourself being a fool. I say, when you when you see a D1 athlete, you can tell a D one athlete he ain't talking. Ain't nobody got he ain't gotta call himself a D1 athlete. He's gonna let other people do it for him. you tell me you D2, I'm gonna tell you, tell you the truth. You know, it's a it's a way you carry yourself, and I try to keep teach these kids how to carry themselves. How to talk, how to act, and don't be a butthole in the classroom. Don't nobody want a butthole, and I can't help butthole. So I, I man, it feel good when 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 these kids signing on national on, on national signing
0: day because they don't listen and allow me to get on the blueprint. C4, have you had a chance to get back on campus? They got the we got the all football facility now, them boys, and they got they got they in the they uh they got a pool, they got a hot tub, they got chefs. They got the weight room. They don't got to, They don't got to walk upstairs. C4 across the street no more. They just come out. Could c C4 have utilized them extra 15 minutes to to not have to walk upstairs to go across the road and say, listen, man, I put on my stuff and I just walk out to the field.
1: Hey man, that that made me practice. I'd have i had more energy in practice. Hey, I, I, I went I went I went, I, I went there a few times, man. Billy Nate uh, show that love for real. Uh, Coach Luke actually let me talk to the running backs, and man, it, it, it's definitely a blessing to see, hey, not just to see what we done helped build, but even the, the, the people before us, like, man, it, it's definitely a blessing to see what they got going on, and man, I came, when I came out, they were trying to hand me food, too, I said, man, y'all get people handing y'all food when y'all walk out the building, man, this is what it is right here, man, so I, I love it, man, and, hey, man, it was it, it was much needed, especially for everything that our school accomplished. Like straight up.
0: <laughs> you said Billy Napier, I man, show love. I mean, I know that when it comes to new coaches at Florida, at former players, we we want to know one thing: is is what you're saying about showing love to former players real, or is it just is just something you say? But you say it's real. What what are your impressions of Billy Napier? Because obviously, it takes it takes a while to build a pro. Every every head coach that's winning the national championship has been there for a while, whether that's Kirby, whether that's Nick, whether that's Dabo or whomever, what are your impressions of Billy Napier? I I like him a lot. I mean, you know, he's trying to build his
1: own culture. He weeding some people a lot, but he's trying to make it his, you know, and that's, that's a good thing. And then, like I say, man, he, he, he reach out, man. I get more calls from UF since he took over than I got from the, all the coaching changes we had since we left. Uh, combined, so you know, just the way he he been treating us, man. We was right there walking on the field doing the coaching clinic. People telling us, you know, you can't be on the field. Billy looking over there, nah, they gave us, man. They good, like, nah, y'all, leave them alone. Like, and you know, me, Lewis Murphy, CI, all of us just walking around the field, man. Jaquez, uh, man, and, and, the, and the love they were showing, man, just, just was a a blessing and every time something come on we get the invite so i definitely say man i like what he got going on and i'm looking forward to next year and i hey i i i i I used to be a fan of the portal but i like the alignment he getting up out the portal now oh so, yeah so, if,
0: listen, like, if osiris, if osiris torrance got a little brother he could definitely he could definitely come on through i know we just got the big guy the definitely. big guy <laughs> Alfred, Lagard, whoever he is in alabama hey I, <laughs> hey I like them i like the portals too but I want to I mm-hmm. touch on something. You say you got, I mean, you got resources, not just with other coaches, but coaches that coach you. Coach Mike Locks was the head, was the running backs coach, when you was there. Now he's the head coach of Maryland. Mm-hmm. What's it like seeing your former coaches get head coaching jobs? Saying, "Hey, man, ain't nothing but a phone call away." Now you might have a kid going from Neptune Beach to Maryland. Oh, that go that
1: that go a long way. Um, uh, I, 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 me and Locks talk all the time. Uh, he called asked about my quarterback asked about my receiver or he just asked about kids in the city so I get the, a chance to talk to him uh even coach Fedora still called coach Fedora when he was coaching the uh, USFL he was asking about boys that came through my high school uh that was that was potentially going to be drafted to the USFL so you know that goes a long ways from from even Coach Zook come through here. I asked, hey, I when before he retired after being with Locks, man, I was asking financial stuff. Like for real, like the coaches, man, always show love and it go a, a a long long way, man. Because man, you know that 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 staff was a great staff and they was by us. Uh, I even seen Coach Ed, man, it's crazy. cause Ed, uh, grandson or something played at Ponte Vedra High School and. We played them two years ago, Coach Ed came. He walked all the way around the field, man. Was like, Coach, he is C4. You remember me, yeah, Coach Ed. So you know, <laughs> go a long way, man. Like, you know. so definitely, definitely, it was a blessing for them to be head coaches and. OCS or DCs, and even with the players that we play with, that's 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 DCs and OCS and stuff. It's it's it's, it's definitely going a long ways, and it's making me more connected. The more that we get jobs, the more connected we get to help
0: kids. See, mm-hmm. 4 oh, man, you sound like you having a lot of fun. The one thing about when you a current player, they don't tell us is they. It's almost like they scared to say that when football is, you could just you could have just as much fun not playing as you are playing man i'm listening to you looking at you man you seem to be having a ball man i'm 200, 200 football players you been help get scholarships you only been the head coach for a couple of years man
1: oh you know even when i was just, just the oc i was helping man i think that's the fun part man that's the i tell people they say man you, you help me get recruited yeah that's the fun part like the the coaching i think coaching Harder than getting scholarships. I tell them straight up, I was like, because you in this generation, you got to pump them up to play hard. You got to pump them up to be energetic, pump them up to lift weights. I like, That's the hard part, but finding scholarships, man, it, I I picked that phone up, tell the coach the truth about you. I'm going to tell you the pros and the cons. So I enjoy it, man. I enjoy the kids, especially when that, man, I had an episode. I had a full body cramp early in the year, and the whole – all my kids thought I had a heart attack, but I had a full body cramp. So they they thought it was the first game of the year, and that was after the game. And, you know, I went to the hospital. My wife had my phone. Man, I had, like, probably, like, 3,000 text messages, not just from my players, but kids around the city. We love you, coach. Uh, hope you get better. I want to come up to the hospital. And so, you know, with that, man, when the kids go
0: hard for me, I go hard for them. <laughs> we... When you see what coaching is becoming now, I see you at Fletcher. I see, you know you got Cornelius, you know Ingram uh, at Hawthorne. You see, uh, a. Reed just got the uh Bethune. You got, you know, you you just had Deion Sand Lee, Jackson State. You got Eddie George at TSU. And uh, do you think players who love the game like you do, do you think we just better at coaching the kids because we can talk to them like most coaches? You know how it is, uh, CFO. If I if I respect you as a coach, I might listen to you. But I'm like, well, bro, you ain't even do what I did. Do you think because former players are becoming head coaches, y'all just have more influence on the overall betterment of these players? I think so, because at the
1: end of the day, these kids want to get to where we've Uh, You know, you could you could, kids grow up and say, you know, they like the attention. But at the end of the day, they all want to make it to the NFL. So they hire these coaches who don't play play the big time colleges or made it to the NFL, and the kid, man, he like, man, I'm finna listen. I'm finna play hard because he might get me to where I want to be. But if you got a coach out there, some of these coaches that just want you to win games, gonna talk to you any type of way. These kids are like, oh man, I ain't finna. Man, I ain't going out here and playing for that dude, man. He ain't, he ain't never been nowhere. How you gonna get me to go here and he ain't even been there? So you know, it definitely go 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 hand in hand with you know using your name. That's what people say. You can use your name to your advantage. And you know I started use my name to help kids and Dion using his name, he helping kids too, any, any, any building programs, Air doing the same thing, CI. Nobody think little old Hawthorne's gonna do. You know they always had ball players, but who say Hawthorne gonna win state? But now they got CI. It's a whole different vibe around there in Gainesville. Even with Jamel Cornish around there coaching in Fort Meade, it's a whole different vibe. The former players bring to their programs, especially when kids want to be in that position that they was in, whether it was college or the
0: pros. And C4 finally, man, what's next for you? I know, I know you the head coach of Fletcher. I'm not saying you're gonna move on. What's what's next for phase Faison when hey man, I'm getting them in school? Is it is it win is it winning the state championship? Because I, I heard you talking about man, the boys winning. What is it gonna feel like for Fletcher? You know, y'all, y'all boys is over the causeway, got to go over that bridge. What is it gonna feel like to horse up a state championship in the state of Florida for Fletcher High? That's 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 my
1: goal, man. You know, I tell people, man, we always got to the playoffs. That was easy. I tell people all the time. I don't. I've been coaching. i have been a head coach two years. I got two district championships. I was like, I'm gonna win district because I know I, I don't think nobody around here gonna out coach me. So I'm like, I got. I need Fletcher to be a powerhouse. You know, they always talk about the private schools because they get to recruit. That's the reason they the powerhouse. I was like, Lakeland ain't ain't don't get to recruit. They public school. They're a powerhouse. So why can't I do it around here, especially with my name and my face and with what I know? So my goals is, man, you know, to, to win, stay in and win many as I can before I decide to walk away from the game. You know, I done been offered some college jobs. I ain't going to college because I enjoy taking these vacations, man. I'm living right now, man. So, you know, I'm going to a, I'm a live and I'm going to coach these high school
0: boys till, till I get tired. <laughs> Theatric phase of 2005, first-team All-SEC running back, fourth-round draft pick. I'm sorry, 2004, first-team All-SEC. 2005, fourth-round draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings. Also played for the Jacksonville Jaguars of Edmonton Eskimos. Now putting boys in college right out there in Fletcher, Neptune Beach. But won't that state Championship, like look, I done add everything else to the resume. Florida Georgia Game Hall of Famer, rivals, uh, five-star recruit, number one running back coming out of 2002. I mean, so so you you just add more to the. They already can't deal with you, CFO. CFO, you win it. It's probably gonna be a nail by whoever y'all playing. You win it, or they gonna be able to deal with you. Is your wife gonna be able to deal with you when you like? Hey, I got that ring.
1: No, because then I'm going for the National High School Championship. <laughs> you know, we always keep it. I challenge myself. So, you know, when I win state, I'm going for the National High School
0: Championship. So then, them, them, my goals. C4 <laughs> man, I really, really appreciate you taking the time. I, I, I saw when you first got the head coaching job at Fletcher, and I said, that's crazy. But that boy, that boy's Fletcher's own. He's, he's what Fletcher talk about every day. And now he gets to be the one doing it. I don't, know, I don't know if they got the statue out front yet. I don't know. <laughs> but Fletcher stop playing. Stop playing to get it. He, st- he got a bus, you know, Florida, Georgia, mm-hmm. Game Put that statue out front. I will be there for the unveiling of the statue if, when they give you one at Fletcher. I appreciate you taking the time, c fo man. And listen, keep doing what you're doing. And listen, when you win the state championship, man, you know, just, just, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to have to come up with some type of little, because I, I want to see it happen, because Cornelius Ingram. Hey man, he got his son, he, he got his daddy, I mean he got his uh, uh uh state championship. So you go state championship, national championship, then who knows, man? So y'all Florida schools that's in your district, I know Quezzy, I know he coaching. I don't know if y'all in the same mm-hmm. district. You tell I'ma let him know you told me to tell him you coming for him. I appreciate it, Truth. <laughs> appreciate it, boy, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right.